The Nonprofit Happy Hour is a weekly look at Portland's nonprofits and do gooders with interviews, music, and documentaries. You're listening to the Nonprofit Happy Hour on X Ray FM, brought to you by the Media Institute for Social Change, a public interest media lab that works to inspire, empower, and engage emerging media producers. Learn more online at mediamakingchange.org. I'm Carly Meisberger. Today, we're talking with Heather DeMichelle, the new executive director of Livewire. Check out the latest episodes of Livewire Radio on OPB, Saturdays at 3, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Phil Bussey. It's the Nonprofit Happy Hour on X-Ray FM. I am so glad to be joined by uh, the new executive director for Livewire, Heather DeMichelle. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Hi. Absolutely. So this is, uh, radio is, well, it's not your medium. You're the organizational leader, but I bet that happens all the time that people confuse uh, the show for you. You know, that hasn't happened yet, but certainly that, that does come up, I'm sure. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm about nine weeks, 10 weeks into the job. Um, and so that has not come up yet. But as you know, we're not doing live shows right now. So the show itself has taken on a slightly different character. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that. So let's jump right in. So you started the job during COVID. Uh, I did. A job yeah. <laughs> for a show that's called Live Wire, which is managing a live radio show. Um, there seems to be some pitfalls there. <laughs> you know, I'm proud to say that we avoided those pitfalls in a really uh, classy way. Um, so I, my background is in live theater, and I come to Portland recently from Los Angeles, where I was the managing director at the Groundlings Theater for 10 years. Um, so certainly one of the things that I was excited to dig into was the live component of the show. Um, but as soon as COVID hit, the team at Livewire, the dynamite, small but mighty staff, um, did a really great pivot. And radio allows us to do this where we turn the show into house parties. Um, so they're not happening at a live theater of an audience anymore. They are happening live on Zoom. And um, we're able to bring in guests beyond the Portland Pacific North, Northwest um, region, which has been kind of new and exciting for us. So and we're having guests on the show that we likely wouldn't have had. Yeah, and, and saving money on airfare and lodging. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Losing money on tickets, you know, so there's a give and take for everything. Um, but I do think we're putting really smart content out that we're really proud of. So we've been able to hold our integrity in strong tact, which is nice. So, so I want to pick up a number of things that you talked about. I'm, I'm going to focus on the show at first, and then we'll talk about you. Um, I've always explained uh, Livewire as prairie home companion, but funny. Uh, <laughs> and and for, a, uh, for a Generation X, not the baby boomer, how, how would you, for, for any of our listeners that don't know Livewire, and they should, uh, yeah. how, how do you how do you pitch what it was and and um, then let's talk about what it may or will be well the 
Roots were certainly comedy driven, a lot of sketch comedy, a lot of vaudeville flavor in the early days. We've been around a little over 15 years, but certainly it's evolved. And even though there's still a humor component and certainly Luke Burbank and our announcer Elena Passarello have a dynamite, really fun, bright connection and they bring that comedy to the show. The conversations have gotten really deep and, and real. Um, and a lot of that's COVID and a lot of that's just sort of where people's minds are right now and in our current political climate um, and what's going on around us every day. So I think that the tone of the show reflects the tone of the nation a bit, um, which, is, which is something we're excited about as well, that it's really um, hunkered down into something that feels very authentic. Um, but we do feature musical guests, we feature comedians, poets, writers. So there's a lot of local flavor and now we're expanding that flavor. Um, we're also focusing with intention on bringing more underrepresented voices to the stage. So we are having conversations with a lot of thought leaders in that area as well. Yeah, and let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Um... I do want to just just to again for any anyone that's not familiar with Livewire, it's it's a lot like a, a late night talk show in many yeah, ways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, an ability to. What's that? Sorry, I said it's late night for radio is one of our tags. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, that's a great tagline because there's it's it's able to have conversations both funny and sincere and and a little bit more low key uh, or or casual. Um, about important topics, and then to break it up with some music and 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 other elements. Um, and like you said, it's been around for 15 years, and and has really evolved with the voice of Portland, which is evolving at very quick speeds right now. And so let's that's talk about, very true. Let's talk about some of the the conversations that you said that you're having. So. I'm sure that there's internal conversations about how to uh, reflect the new tone. Um, and then you also said that you're, you're reaching out to figure out um, maybe some guests that would be very appropriate. So um, is, this, is there a daily meeting that, that says like, you know, hey, we, we're, we're going into day 100 of the downtown riots. We really should be, you know, thinking about that tone or, or how are those internal conversations happening? And then let's move into the external conversations. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, um, you nailed it. I mean, Luke Burbank, our host, is very involved, engaged in um, in the creative content of the show and our executive producer, Laura Haddon. The two of them really put their heads together and look at who's in the news, what the conversations are that are being had, especially from the, the writer perspective. Um, who's out there writing the stories that people need to read right now um, and making sure that we're bringing in those guests as often as we can um, alongside musicians that are doing the same thing. One of the guests we're having in a couple weeks, they're called the war and treaty. And uh, they really, you know, they really dig into political conversations and, and, and get into some some deep stuff themselves. So music is also taking that tone on and, and we're celebrating that as well. So internal conversations are happening all the time about keeping the show topical, keeping the show thoughtful, um, and really trying to put our finger on the pulse of what's happening and what people are feeling right now. 
And then, and then you said you're also bringing in some voices from outside the organization to, or, or it sounded like you were saying that you're bringing in voices from the outside the organization to figure out who some of those people may be. And I think, you know, and that's, that's one of the messages and one of the important takeaways from these past few months is that we maybe all need to stop looking at our own experiences and our, 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 our own selves and to uh, connect outside. And so, uh, how I, I, how is Livewire doing that? How do you identify, you know, how do you identify those sources of information, and 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 how have you been doing it? You know, it's really just conversation and reading, and you know, what who did you read about today in the paper, and and who did you hear about at the protest, and what um, what are they saying, and would they make a, a good guest for us right now? And then having those once they're on the show, having those tough conversations and getting honest about. Um, you know, what we don't know and what we need to understand better and when we need to shut up and listen. <laughs> you know, and um, Heather, I want to just go right to, jump to a music break. It's a little bit earlier than we normally do, but you mentioned Warren Treaty, uh, yeah. uh, who is, they're such a fun band. Uh, they've, they've played a pickathon, which did not happen this last summer, but is a big outdoor festival here. Um, and just, a, they're, yeah. if I have the story straight, just a wonderful couple that met on the music festival circuit um and so do you have yep. a song picked out from them you know i i love their song hi ho that's a really great one um hearts is another one um and really excited about what they're going to share with you on the radio but yeah let's hear them one two three huh
It's X-Ray FM and it's the nonprofit Happy Hour. I'm talking with the new executive director, newish, of Livewire, Heather, Heather Day Michelle. I'm saying that wrong, aren't I? It's D. It's D. Like D. Heather D. -E. D Michelle. Yeah. Um, That's okay. And let's 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 talk about you. Um, <laughs> okay. You so you you moved here from LA. Mm -hmm. um, your job down there sounds really fun. You were the managing uh, director. For the Groundlings, uh, which was. is well-known improv group. I mean, Will Ferrell and and any 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 number of the uh, uh, luminaries from the past two decades have come through there. Um, tell us more about that job, and why would you leave it? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, our my sights were set on moving to Portland is one of the reasons, um, and I'm and I'm happy to be here. Working at the Groundlings Theater was a great job. I loved being there for 10 years. I was really able to help make a difference with the organization, which of course is always something you want to do as a leader. You want to leave some sort of legacy. Um, and I, I love my experience. It's also a nonprofit. So there were a lot of really great fundraising opportunities and a lot of things to be part of in terms of diversity initiatives and bringing everything into a new, um, a new chapter. But I was able to come out to Portland in February and see one of the last Livewire shows. Um, and I think there was one more before we decided, you know what, we can't be doing this anymore. We got to close up shop for now. Uh, and it was thrilling. I really loved being there. I loved what was happening. I was really energized by Livewire that day. And so when an opportunity came up to work for it, I was ready. And and now I know this is a sweeping generalization about improv, but improv can be naughty. Um, sure. And and this is you're talking about public radio, uh, live wire being on public radio. Uh, do you ever have to be the the break person? Tell them to tone it down a little bit, or, or is that's not really your job? You're not you're not you're not monitoring content so much as you are creating the the opportunities for the organization. Is that right? That was well. That was well said. Yeah, the part of our team is really focused on on managing content, but of course, there's conversations about what's working and what's not, what we need to um, focus on, where the notes are. But yeah, Luke Burbank can on the radio for years, and if anyone knows how far you can push it. <laughs> Uh, he does. So he's great at dancing that line and giving us just enough of that, that improv joy. You know, that's what improv does well. You said it can be naughty. I mean, not only can it be naughty, it wants to be naughty. Um, and it wants to go as far as the audience will allow it. So I think the same holds true for public radio. You go as far as you can without um, tipping the balance. You know, and, and a lot of improv also is about chemistry sure. uh, and, and give and take. Um, you know, Luke Burbank is obviously a, a, a pro. Um, that said, though, I mean, on stage chemistry is very different than Zoom interactions. Um, yeah. Have there been talks about what is lost and what, what is actually gained um, from, from the interviews in their new format? 
Yeah, that's a really great question. I mean, we all miss the live shows. Can't wait to get back to them. Certainly our members and our regulars write us lovely notes about how they, they can't wait to just be back at the Alberta Rose watching it all happen live. But in the meantime, they're enjoying what we're, what we're delivering. We're doing what we can, right? Um, there's an intimacy to Zoom. And there's certainly an experience happening right now where the guests and Luke and Elena are all in a room together, essentially alone. And so, you know, when you do a live show, you have to be really cognizant of the fact that there's going to be things that happen visually or things that the listening audience, and we're lucky to now have over 300,000 listeners across the country, that they're not missing out. They're not feeling like an experience is happening that they weren't there for. And, and you know, then they just really are going to tune out. So what's happening is sort of sharpening our focus on how to make sure that some of these pieces translate back to the live shows when we're back in the room. Um, Cause right now we're able to deliver radio that no one's missing out on. It's all, <laughs> it's all just being heard, not being seen. I want to, I want to keep talking a little bit, uh, uh, keep the focus on you for a little bit longer and then, then back to the show. But you have an opportunity. I mean, you, you've also worked in uh, New York City. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. And so you have an opportunity to, you know, compare, contrast LA, New York, Portland. Um, why is Portland a good city for a radio program? Portland is, is a quirky place, right? And it has its own identity. And certainly Livewire does as well. And I think when Robin Tannenbaum and Kate Sokoloff were creating this show and started Livewire, they loved leaning into the weirdness of Portland and the people that are here and the characters that you find just walking down the street. Um, and I think this show has evolved to a place that continues to celebrate Portland and its quirky roots and our, our host and our uh, announcer are locals and a lot of our guests are locals but it also has a reach outside. And so the national audience, if you're tuning in from uh, Nashville, you're not feeling like you're missing anything. Yeah, I think that's always a balance as, as you've had to move to a syndication or, you know, to speak about Prairie Home Companion again, you know, the charm was that it carried uh, upper Midwest small town attitude. Absolutely, uh, yeah. But, but somehow was appealing to people in Florida or Phoenix, um, you know, and... and, yeah. and as Livewire has grown, uh, it needs not to have the insider jokes. And, and you know, and, and obviously something like a, a TV show like Portlandia, I think supplements that appeal. Yep, I think you're right. Um, and there's a big literary component to our show, right? We really love celebrating writers. And certainly this is a very literary town and we've got people coming in through uh, the Portland Book Festival and Powell's and they're a natural fit for our show often because we have a, a similar aesthetic. One more question about you and then we can talk about the, and then we can, then we can talk about the, the business of Livewire. So you made a movie a few years ago, uh, premiered at Portland Film Festival. Um, feel free to, to, to plug the movie, but, but my question more is, what do you find the difference between being an artist and being the producer? Because the job that you have and have had really is about being a producer, whereas I'm assuming that as, as the filmmaker, you were really, you got to be the artist. Yeah, you know, I've always been able to wear both hats and I've loved that. My roots are in directing. Um, I went to college for directing. I did 
theater directing in New York. I landed a really great job as an artistic director at an off-Broadway theater for years in New York. And that's where I started to kind of take on the arts administrative roles, uh, arts management. So I was able to kind of understand both sides a little bit better of the business, the artistic and the, the producer end. Um, and then the Groundlings, you know, that was the next chapter of my life for 10 years after leaving New York. And it's a very creative environment. And there was a lot of support for going out and doing creative projects for everyone on the team. So I was out directing all the time. Uh, so my feature film as a director, as good as you, uh, my feature debut was at the Portland Film Festival. And I got to spend some quality time in Portland then and uh, fell in love with it and couldn't get, you know, couldn't, <laughs> couldn't shake it and eventually thought, I, I got to live there. I got to raise my kids there. We got to go. <laughs> Heather D. Michelle is the executive director for Livewire. This is the nonprofit Happy Hour on X-Ray FM. Hey, Heather, you, you have, um, I want to do a couple more questions before we wrap up, but let's, let's jump into a music break. Yeah, a local artist, uh, Maria Massa, and she's based and she's incredible a total powerhouse r&b singer and she's going to be gracing our stage we're actually going to be doing uh some of the show at the alberta rose theater which is where we record live wire now when we're live it don't take much to make me happy i'm not asking for a lot i'm just trying to set these boundaries you keep running after me when all I need is sorry. Truth is, I keep questioning the right thing, retracing every word I say. I cut the light, but now I feel so lonely. Was I too harsh? Was it all in my head? You still got my energy.
Michelle is the executive director for Livewire. We have been so fortunate to catch up to her as she's uh, in the third, fourth month of her job in a very tricky time for a live radio program. Um, let's just wrap up by talking a little bit about that. So, I mean, obviously part of the revenue are ticket sales uh, and part of the revenue is about syndication. Yep. Um, how, how are you guys doing? You know, we are doing all right. Um, everyone's struggling a bit, and we're hoping in the in the arts nonprofit world, of course, we're really hoping that this big um, virtual gala we're doing on October eighth is going to be um, a way for us to raise some substantial money for the organization. We're putting a lot of energy toward that right now, um, and it's going to be a really special event. I'm excited about. Um, but otherwise, we're growing our stations all the time, which means you can catch Livewire in more places across the country. And of course, there's a little financial gain for us with each station that comes on board. So that's been a benefit. The, one of our biggest um, wins lately is KQED, which is San Francisco, which is one of the top markets in the country. And they're going to start airing us on September 19th. And we're just beyond thrilled to be part of the Bay Area listenership. I think they call that a joggernaut. Yes, it is, actually. At a time when you'll take any win, this is a huge win. Well, congratulations on that. Livewire is one of Portland's cultural gems, uh, and it, is, it plays on a different radio station than X-Ray FM, uh, and it, it also can be caught live uh, when things go back to normal uh, at the Alberta Rose. And Heather DeMichel, uh, Livewire is very lucky to have you as its new executive director. Welcome to Portland, and thank you for talking with us. I appreciate that. Thanks, Bill. You have a good one. Thank you. Bye. The Nonprofit Happy Hour is made possible by Beneficial State Bank, a certified B Corps that holds to what it calls a triple bottom line of social justice, environmental well-being, and economic sustainability. If your organization or business is interested in underwriting our show, please email phil at mediamakingchange.org. The Nonprofit Happy Hour is a production of the Media Institute for Social Change and KXRY Radio, X-Ray FM. Our host is Phil Bussey. Our executive producer and editor is me, Carly Meisberger. Archives of past shows can be found on our SoundCloud page. Questions, comments, or ideas about the show can be sent to info at mediamakingchange.org. Thanks for tuning in.